0: You're listening to the i like that story podcast this is season five episode 14 unraveling an old enemy today's story brought to you by selby studios graphic imaging for family home and business now here's america's storyteller jeff gould thank you meredith well the podcast today is done from my favorite seat in the entire world it's in a beat-up recliner in the corner of my shop. There's a fire going in the fireplace. You can probably hear the compressor on this old Coca-Cola slide cooler going. I get more comments on this. Hmm. By the way, did you know that Coca-Cola really got its jumpstart from Prohibition? There were a lot of soft drinks available, but Prohibition meant that, of course, you couldn't drink booze, and people would make this bathtub gin anyway. It was so horrible tasting, they needed a good mixer, and (laughs) Coca-Cola was a preferred mixer. Hmm. Well, anyway, if you listen to this podcast for any period of time, You know, I've done a lot of funerals as a celebrant, and one of the things I will ask is, give me a word you'd use to describe this person. And what do you think one of the most common words is that always gets a laugh? Somebody will say, stubborn, and then they will laugh, and somebody else will say, pig-headed, and somebody will say, ornery, which is like ornery, only (laughs) ornery Now, there are some positive qualities to being stubborn but not many, right? I mean, when we describe somebody as stubborn, we usually follow it up with a story that they do what they're going to do, even if everybody else knows it's not a good idea. The person themselves probably also thinks it's not a good idea, but they're stubborn and they're going to do it anyway. I'm watching the saga of a shirt-tell relative, and I'm hearing about a person who has been stubborn his whole life bound and determined that's another phrase we say to describe stubborn people to go back home despite being so feeble and weak relatives are saying it's not going to end well and then they say but it's his life (laughs) because that's what we do we let you do whatever you want even if we think it's stupid the question is Why do you persist on doing something that other people think is stupid? And maybe deep down you also know to be stupid. Why are you so stubborn? No, I'm serious. This is not a general question. Why are you so stubborn? I'm asking specifically, what are you specifically stubborn about and then why? Let me give you an example. I grew up in a household full of very smart people who are also somewhat snide, cynical and pessimistic. If we ever saw somebody who was optimistic, we would call them naive or maybe a rah-rah type. So I'm in my middle 30s and I have to ask myself, why am I so stubborn about being so cynical? It's not like it was really helping me. So. I bit the bullet and joined the sunny-sided world of sales, which meant listening to rah-rah speakers with rah-rah attitudes. And I had to admit, it seemed to work better than my strategy. I'm having coffee with a younger friend this coming Wednesday, not just because of his positive attitude, but because he has this ridiculously detailed goal-setting system. Now, goals have been another thing I've had trouble with in my life. I think that they limit our abilities because they force us to focus in just one direction that we decide on, and maybe that's not the best direction. Now, I still think that's true, yet I also recognize the real power in setting detailed plans in place. So I've decided to stop being so stubborn and see if maybe I can learn something. I also had coffee this last week with an old friend of mine who is struggling. He himself is feeling that depressed feeling you get when you're in a business and it feels like you're on a ship that's sinking. And he is stubborn. I was showing him my Significance Masterclass, and he said, Wow, this is is good. Extremely detailed. He could see how it would be helpful to somebody trying to figure out what they wanted to do with the next 20 years of their life. So I said, Would you ever do it? And he said, No. No, too much work. I'm not really a person who likes to try that hard. Well, I mean, okay. Like my shirt tail relative, you get to live your life. And so it goes. You don't have to start taking care of yourself. You don't have to make friends. You don't have to get in better shape. You don't have to get a better job. You don't have to give up a bad habit. You get to be as stubborn as you want. And yet, when you stand at the front of as many funerals as I have, it changes you when you see the results of the hundreds of times I have seen people described as stubborn. And so that. That's the reason I decided to meet with a rah, rah goal setter on Wednesday. Because my word for the year is decide. Decide what you want to be. Decide what you want to do. Decide what stands in your way. And there's a pretty good chance that your biggest adversary that's standing in your way is the one who's looking back at you in the mirror. They look ornery, pig headed. <laughs> and stubborn. By now, you know who you are. You know the strengths, you know your gifts, you know what your talents are, the mistakes you've made, the things you've learned. It's time to stop being so stubborn. Use those gifts and help others and live a life of significance. In other words, it's time to decide. Life is full of crossroads. If you are at the crossroads of pending retirement, if you've heard what I said just now, you're trying to figure out what you're going to do with the rest of your life and need some clarity, my masterclass is ready It includes one-on-one onboarding, self-guided, interactive series of steps and coursework and Zoom calls and materials, and it'll take you from what am I supposed to do to wow, I cannot wait. If you want more information, reach out to me on LinkedIn or through my website, I ilikethatstory.net, ilikethatstory.net, and ask about the Significance Masterclass, and I will get back to you. Until that time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless